Well, happy Easter, everyone, and a very warm welcome to you. Thank you for tuning in. And on this Easter day, we are celebrating the resurrection of Jesus, that one man, that common denominator that has caused us all to get up from our beds this morning and to tune in and to celebrate and say thank you for what he did for us. And so happy Easter. Now, many of us are going to, well, all of us, in fact, are going to be spending Easter very differently today as to how we would normally spend Easter time, I'm sure. I'm assuming that you're all in your homes as at the moment we have very little options of anywhere else to go unless of course you're in work or doing your essential shopping in the supermarket. <clears throat> and so we may be spending Easter alone, we may be spending Easter with extended family in lockdown, we may be spending it with little ones running around our feet but however we are spending it just to remind us all that we are celebrating today that one man, Jesus, who came to this earth to die a horrific death so that we can have all of those things that we've done wrong forgiven and we can experience a relationship with him, forgiveness and a fantastic hope of eternity with him forever. And so we are considering and remembering and thanking God for that today. Now, for me, Easter is a time of reflection and it's a time where I like to enjoy reading all of the accounts leading up to Easter week. And I like to watch all the Easter films and documentaries about the events of Easter, the crucifixion and the resurrection and the, and the start of the early church. And it is a time where I kind of refocus and I kind of think of all those reasons why I am so grateful to Jesus for Easter that I have a relationship with him, that I've been forgiven, that I have a hope and a future and a purpose in my life. And it's often a time where I kind of realign my life and in a way sort of rededicate my life's journey to God. And I, it's a time where I also say thank you and I'm so grateful for the faith that I have and how it affects me every day because none of us know what is in our tomorrows. Now, some of you may know, but last week there was an incident outside our home and everybody is fine. <clears throat> but Sam and I, our eldest son, we were going to do some essential shopping for Adam's parents who are in the over 70 category now. So they are isolating at home <clears throat> and not going anywhere. So we had dropped some essential items off to them. And on our way home, as we were driving up our road towards our house, there had been a roadblock and all I could see in the distance were two fire engines, two ambulances, a air helicopter, air rescue helicopter, lots of service people from the emergency services and all of our neighbours looking onto our driveway. And all I could see was a big stretcher looking as if it was jutting off our drive and fear gripped me. Adam and Isaac had been on the drive as we had left and I just thought something awful had happened, like a lorry had come past or they'd driven off the drive and there was a big incident. And as I walked up the road, fear gripped me. I was panicking. My heart was beating so hard that I thought I was going to have a heart attack. And a neighbour came up to me and said, Sean, don't worry, it's nothing to do with you. And what had happened, unfortunately, was an elderly gentleman had been driving along and he had gone into a medical episode of some sort and he had lost control of his car. And so as he was driving down the road, he went through the roundabout, mounted the curb, hit a lamppost, swung by right outside the shop, which is next door to us, where there had been people queuing all day because of the distance thing. 
and thankfully there was nobody there. He crashed into our neighbour's wall and landed in my neighbour's front garden. And my neighbour is a very proud gardener and she, he had this car landing in his rose bush. And the guy was having like a seizure and Adam had been on the drive in that moment and had heard this almighty bang, had looked around and saw this car coming towards him. Anyway, this card landed on the lawn and Adam ran over and Isaac ran over and they kind of helped the man get some first aid to him. They opened up his airways because he wasn't able to get air and his seatbelt was caught. And so technically Adam and Isaac saved this man's life. And then the emergency service turned up and all this had happened just 10 minutes before we had gotten home. But it really made me think about that poor guy. And by the way, he is making a full recovery and all is well. But it really made me think, what if Adam hadn't been on the drive at that time? And what if that man had died there and then? Was he ready to go? Was he ready to leave this earth? Was he ready to meet his maker? And Easter is a time for me where I reflect on some of these things and I consider those people in my life who I love and who I'm fond of and who I know. Do they know Jesus? Are they ready to meet their maker? If they die tonight, would they be 100% certain of going straight to heaven and being with Jesus? And that is what the Easter message is, isn't it? It is a message of rescue. It is God's invitation to humankind to enter into this relationship with him where we receive forgiveness and we have this hope of heaven in our midst. And so this is a time where I really challenge myself really and I consider some of these things. And today we are celebrating, of course, that wonderful message of Jesus, where God, the creator of heaven and earth, sent his one and only son to this earth to live a perfect life for just 33 years, investing into a small team of 12 men and others, doing miracles, changing people's lives, loving the loveless and creating hope with so many and turning history on its head and changing history forever. And we celebrate that today. The fact that Jesus was prepared to die that horrendous death on a cross, on an ugly, evil Roman cross, where he hung there and he was flogged and he was beaten and he was scourged and he had nails put in his hands and in his feet for you and for me. And Easter makes me feel so special that Jesus was prepared to do that for me. Why? Because he loves me. Why? Because he loves you. Why? Because he loves that person down your street, in your family, in your home, in your work. And we celebrate today. And then that wondrous experience where three days later, he rose from the tomb. He rose from the dead. He defeated death so that we could enter into heaven and not be um, experiencing death like that is the end for us. There is more. And so Easter is a time where I reflect and I appreciate some of these things. And it's also a time where I am challenged in my witness to others. Because none of us know what's in our tomorrows, just like that poor chap last Friday night. And so I just want to encourage you, even though you are in lockdown, this is a very trying time for many people. And our faith is being tested even in these days. Our relationships are being tested. Our love for one another is being tested. Our patience is being tested. But I want to encourage you today. 
be encouraged that Jesus is with you. That same man, the same yesterday, today and forever is with you today in your circumstances. Be that person who sows spiritual seeds into your family at this time. Be the people reading your Bible, worshipping, praying. Let your family see that you are engaged in your faith and you mean business. And sometimes during these testing times and these perplexing times, we can sometimes wobble a little bit in our faith or become a little bit slack. And so I just want to remind you on Easter Day just to be encouraged, keep going, keep the faith be strong and, you know, keep on witnessing to others. And so just a couple of thoughts, really. I want to read some of the verses out to you in Matthew that I've been reading this week. I was sat in the garden trying to gather some thoughts in the week about today and the sun was shining and the birds are tweeting and I had my Bible out and I was reading through this chapter when the women go to find Jesus in the tomb. So I'm just going to read those verses to you. After the Sabbath... At dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. I love that. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know who you are looking for. Jesus, who was crucified, he is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell the others, tell his disciples, he has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. And in these verses, the angel gave the women four messages, which are four messages for us today. But first of all, can you imagine how astounded these women must have been? They must have been in such awful grief just to think that their friend and their rabbi and their teacher had gone through all that he had gone through just those few days before. And they were going to the tomb to prepare, to be preparing his body with spices and embalming. And can you imagine what they were dreading to see the state of his body that had been ripped to shreds, speared with a sword? And uh, all the scars and all the dried blood and just the awful mess that they were expecting to find Jesus in. But when they got there, they saw the tomb cloths lying on the tomb and no sign of Jesus. It must have been absolutely amazing. And in some way, quite fearful, like where had he gone? Had somebody stolen him? And then to have that experience of the angel giving them this message of hope. And so the first thing the angel said to these women were, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid, for he is risen. They must have been scared, to be honest. If I saw an angel, I would be pretty scared. And so I want to encourage you today. If you are feeling fearful at this time, in this season, in this perplexing time, be encouraged. Do not be afraid. Jesus is with you. He is the same yesterday, today and forever. He was not in the tomb. Jesus' resurrection brings joy, not fear. So when you feel that fear coming over you, be reminded of that empty tomb. The second thing the angel said to the women was, He is not here. Jesus is not dead. He is alive and with his people. And for us today, Jesus is not dead. He is alive and he lives in you by the power of his Holy Spirit to love you, to guide you, 
and to keep you at peace during this time when we come to him. The third thing the, the angel said to the women was come and see. The women could check the evidence for themselves. They were able to go into the tomb and see that the body was not there. And we do not have that privilege, but we can be reassured to know that these events were written in history and these are historical facts. So know what you believe is true and come and see. And fourthly, the message that the angel gave to these women were go quickly and tell. Go and tell the others about what Jesus has done. He has risen from the dead. He has defeated death. Go quickly and tell and tell this message of hope and good news to the world at that time. And for us, that is the same message. We too can go and tell, especially in these days where people are really asking questions and searching for the truth. And we, for those of us who have known Jesus and have responded to his invitation to know him, we can now go in full assurance and confidence that people are ready to receive this wonderful message of Easter that Jesus is alive, that he is willing to forgive everybody of all of those things that they have done wrong. He wants to engage in people's lives to bring purpose and destiny and hope and a future. And of course, he wants us to all spend eternity with him so that none of us would perish. And so Easter is a day of hope. It is an opportunity to respond to invitations that are sent from heaven to engage in a relationship with God's son, Jesus. And so I want to wish you a happy Easter. Now, if you have tuned in this morning and you have perhaps heard a bit about Jesus, but you're not really sure what Easter means and what is Jesus really about and how can this man from 2000 years ago relate to me today, especially with what's going on in the world right now? I just want to encourage you just to pray this simple prayer of response with me that Jesus loves you. There is nothing you have done. There is nothing, absolutely nothing in this world that Jesus won't forgive. We can, we all make mistakes. We all slip up. We all have shortcomings. But Jesus loves us so much that he wants to forgive us when we ask. And so becoming a Christian or becoming a believer in Jesus is quite simply responding to an invitation where we say, yes, Jesus, I believe in you. I believe that you died on the cross for me. I believe that you rose again on Easter day. And I thank you that you forgive me and I'm sorry for the things I've done wrong. I want you to come into my life and lead me. And that is basically all it takes is a simple prayer. And so I'm gonna pray that prayer now to give you the opportunity right today, here on this Easter Sunday of responding to God and giving your life to him. You will become a new creation. You will have purpose and peace in your life. And you know that if you die tonight, you would 100% go to be with Jesus forever in heaven. So why don't you pray this prayer with me now? If you'd like to close your eyes, you can say this prayer in your heart, in your mind, or even say it out loud if you so wish. Thank you, Jesus, that you died for me. I believe in you. I'm sorry for the things I've done wrong. Please forgive me. I invite you now into my life to lead and guide me forever. And I ask Holy Spirit, you would fill me with peace and bless my life and lead me now and forever. In Jesus' name.
Amen. And for those of us, it's a very exciting time, isn't it, to think that just because we can't meet together as church in the flesh, we can still come together thanks to technology. And for such a time as this, really, thank you to all the people behind the scenes who've put this morning together. It's amazing. It's a lot of work. And I just want to say and encourage you to think and consider Alpha. You know, invite your friends, maybe put something on social media. This is a great opportunity to engage people in Alpha right now because they're doing it up online and Chloe's got information about that. And before I go this morning, I just want to encourage you with one more thing. There was another incident actually a while ago, about eight months ago, another car outside on our main road. Unfortunately, it was a drunk driver and he sped through the village, hit the railings by the park and took out a tree. And this tree was a cherry blossom tree and he severed the top of it, shaved off a lot of the bark. The car tumble tossed and landed on its roof by the park. And so as I walk the dog and go for walks across our field over the months, I have noticed this sad tree. It is literally bent over. It has hardly any bark on it. Its top is gone and there have been hardly any branches there all sort of snapped and mangled because of the damage that had been caused to it. But this week I was walking Oscar on my, you know, dog walking exercise and I saw this tree and it is absolutely full of cherry blossom. It is absolutely full of flowers. And God really spoke to me about this tree. And it was as if he was saying, look, even though in life we can take hits and let's face it, Many of us are being hit right now financially, with our jobs, with circumstances, with all that's going on around us. And sometimes we can feel like that tree, like we've really taken some hits. But even in life, when we take hits, when we go through a season of difficulty, out of that season comes fruit and there is new life and there is hope. And this tree, I thought, was never going to make it. It has made it and it is an abundant tree now, full of beautiful cherry blossom flowers, absolutely hanging with fruit. And so I want to encourage you this morning that if you are feeling like you've really taken a hit during this time and you're feeling a little bit despondent, be encouraged. There is a season we are in, but it is going to change. And deep down inside of us, you know, as human beings, we're very resilient and with faith and with God and with trust, we can, you know, we can get through anything. And I guess this whole coronavirus has really taught me something over the last few weeks, that there is really not that much we need in life. As long as we've got shelter and a bit of food and people and most importantly, our faith, we truly can get through anything. And so we're going to get through this. We're going to come out stronger and we're all going to gather soon and be together again. And I really think we're going to come into a season of more appreciation and love for those people in our lives and for some of the things that we can't access right now. And so be encouraged. God bless. Have a lovely Easter and see you soon.